0: Hello, this is Monica Reinagel, the nutrition diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Sandy writes, a lot of people are promoting the idea that fats and not carbs are actually the body's preferred source of energy. Is there any truth to this or is this just the latest fad? You know, one of the cool things about human metabolism is that we have an amazing ability to adapt to whatever kind of fuel is available. Although the body turns first to carbohydrates to provide fuel for the muscles and your brain, if carbohydrates are not available, it can also convert fat, either from your diet or from your body's own fat stores, into energy. As to what type of fuel works best I think it depends a lot on what you're asking your body to do. Are you trying to think, sleep, lose weight, go long periods without eating, run faster, run longer, lift heavier weights? I've talked before about the pros and cons of low-carb diets for weight management, and that's episode number 76, if you'd like to look that up. And then in episode number 135, I talked about the effects of diet on brain function But what about low-carb diets for athletes? Now, traditionally, athletes have regarded carbohydrates as the best source for fueling athletic performance, because these can be the most quickly converted into glucose. The downside is that you have to refuel regularly. Fat contains more calories, and it's more slowly converted into energy, so you don't have to refuel as often, but it's not as good for quick bursts of energy. Fueling with carbs is a lot like adding a lot of small dry twigs to a campfire. You'll get an instant blaze, but to keep that fire going, you'll have to keep adding more twigs. Fueling with fat is more like throwing on a big log. It'll take a lot longer to get going, but it'll also burn for longer. I don't know about you, but when I'm building a campfire, I want some of each. But some people are now arguing that a high-fat diet is actually better for athletes than a high-carb or even a mixed diet. And it's true that if you deprive your body of carbs for long enough, your body will become much more efficient at converting fat to energy, and that's sometimes referred to as being keto-adapted or fat-adapted. There are some amazing examples of keto-adapted athletes pulling off feats of physical strength and endurance while eating almost no carbohydrates. Once again, it's incredible how adaptable the body is. Then again, I suspect these folks would probably be exceptional athletes no matter what they were eating. In a recent article in the examine.com Research Digest, exercise physiologist Mike Nelson argues that elite athletes, as well as the rest of us, benefit from being able to switch easily back and forth between carbs and fat as a fuel source, and that's something he refers to as metabolic flexibility our body's ability to adapt to a variety of fuel sources is a great advantage. But as all you yogis out there know, you don't maintain your flexibility by holding your body in one rigid, extreme posture. Flexibility requires moving back and forth between postures, stretching in one direction and then the other. Athletes who follow low-carb diets for an extended period of time become less able to utilize carbohydrates as fuel, and that's usually not to their benefit. Losing your metabolic flexibility can also increase your risk of type 2 diabetes. Let's also not overlook the fact that diet supplies us with more than just calories or cellular energy. It's also a source of nutrients that protect and repair our organs and tissues, friendly bacteria and the nutrients that sustain them, and so much more. While fat can replace carbs as a source of energy, a high-fat diet is not going to provide the same range and balance of other nutritional factors. It's certainly possible to sustain the body on a very high-fat diet for the short term, but I worry a bit about the long-term effects of such a lopsided diet. And by the way, I'd have the same concerns about a very low-fat diet. A diet that delivers a balanced mix of fats, protein, and carbohydrates from a variety of whole foods seems to me like the best way to promote optimal function and flexibility for the long haul. What do you think? Post your comments on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. You'll find a transcript of today's show along with citations for the research I reviewed and links to related material at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks for listening today and remember to eat something good for me.